The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Folks, we now have a full-blown controversy on our hands. Up until this week, it was all fun and games, right? Last week, maybe two weeks ago, it was Jokic, 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 Jokic. Jokic is the MVP, undisputed MVP. Anyone you ask, it's Jokic. No matter who you ask, is it Embiid? No. Is it Giannis? No. Is it Dame? No. It's only Jokic. Every single person, 100%, Jokic. They're the number one seed in the West. Jokic finally has his help. Look how much good, how much better they are with with Jamal Murray on the team now healthy and Michael Porter Jr. on the team healthy. Watch this. Oh, my God, he's better than he was last year. And then you know what? They all wanted to give him three of them in a row, right? That was the whole historic thing. And even me, I was sucked into it, sucked into the propaganda machine of the Jokic, the Jokic deep state is what I'm calling it. The Jokic deep state is what I'm con- calling it. And I'm not here to slander Jokic. I, I, I like him. I think he could definitely deserve MVP. There's no, no, no shade to him. But what happened at the trade deadline changed everything. They got Reggie Jackson, who I said was terrible, and the Denver Nuggets have not been the same since. Jokic has been good. He's been incredible at times. And the Denver Nuggets have been losing. They're really bad defensively, and they just are losing to terrible teams. And all of a sudden, you look up, and Joel Embiid is the leader in the clubhouse for MVP. Minus 175. He's been awesome. Sixers have been awesome. He's the leading scorer in the NBA right now. And there are like six guys averaging over 30. He has been clutch. He has been incredible. They have the same record as the Nuggets. They stand in second in the East. Things have shifted. 20 games left, Embiid appears ready to steal the MVP, just like Jokic did from Embiid last year. So if you're a Jokic fan, if you're a part of the deep state, what do you do? What do you do? You call your friends up at SiriusXM Radio, and you bring on some guests that you have in your pocket to say some shit, to say some crazy-ass shit, to bring the narrative back to Jokic. What do you say? Joel Embiid is lazy. No, 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 not not just that he's lazy. He takes plays off at the end of games 
doesn't matter that he's regularly one of the most clutch players in the NBA, that he's only behind De'Aaron Fox as most, most clutch scorer in the NBA in fourth quarters. According to those guys, it's not just that he's lazy. It's not just that he takes plays off. It's that his mannerisms are lazy. His body language is lazy. Joel Embiid, most points per minute in NBA history. That's the lazy guy. Him. Him. This is crazy. George Carl, Agent Zero, both went on Sirius XM NBA. And what did they say? Can't be Joel Embiid for the MVP because he takes too many plays off at the end of games and he's just generally slovenly. He's just a sloth out there. You just watch him and you're like, yeah, he doesn't want to move that fast. This is against Jokic. Jokic isn't exactly Wiley Coyote out there. Are we serious? Joel Embiid averaging 37 points per game, eight and a half rebounds and four assists, and 2.1 blocks in the month of March. Lazy guy. That's him. How do you average over a steal and over a block per game and be lazy? This is outrageous. I can't even... It took me, it was such an outrageous take, it took me a while to get outraged because it didn't exactly hit my brain, hit my cerebellum, and start to, like, sink in. Like, let's be honest, Jokic is kind of lazy sometimes on defense. You got Joel Embiid, one of the best defenders in the league, one of the most clutch players in the league, averaging more points in the league than anyone else for the entire season, most in March, highest PER player efficiency rating in the league, which, by the way, has won it eight years in a row for MVP. But no, no, the only thing we can say about Embiid in terms of why Jokic is the MVP and not him is that he's lazy. Here, if you don't believe me, this you might think I'm just trolling because I could understand why you would think that. Uh, let's just listen to George Carl, our resident NBA uh, former head coach. Why don't you think Embiid is in the race, Coach? For me, I don't want to badmouth Embiid because I think he's really, really good. I mean, a lot of my assistant coaches were in Philadelphia when he was a young player, and they kept telling me he's going to be the best guy ever to play the game. Best big guy ever to play yeah. the game. I, I see him moving in that direction, but he takes I don't know. He takes too many possessions off. He has lazy body language. He gets angry at things that we don't understand why. I just don't know if he's that that NBA NBA pro that we all love because he's a competitive SOB and he. But you know, from what I know in Philadelphia, everybody says he's playing great. The games I've seen, he has played really, really well. And he's played great in the fourth quarters with a lot of comeback wins. Um, so I'm, I, I just think it might be my, you know, I can, I can only like one big guy and I'm going to take Jokic over Embiid. What in the literal fuck are you saying? Also, really quick side note, cause this was how it started. Uh, George Carl, isn't he the same guy who, when Doc Rivers became the head coach of the Orlando Magic said that he didn't like all of these Afro-American head coaches being anointed? He said, Doc does a great job. Now there's going to be four or five more anointments of the Afro-American coach, which is fine because I think they've been screwed deep down inside. They have been screwed. But I have a great assistant coach that can't even get an interview. Wait. (laughs) Okay. George Kyle. Isn't this the same guy, George Carl? 
who said that Kenyon Martin and Carmelo Anthony were entitled and also lazy because they had two big burdens, all that money, and no father to show them how to act like a man? He wrote that in his book, George Carl. He said, George Carl, in his book, I'm reading the excerpt right now, as you've read, I grew up in a safe suburban neighborhood. Pause. Oh, my God, George Carl. Uh, with both my parents, I had a second father, the most moral, decent man I knew. I never made enough money as a player to get confused about who I was. When I compare my background to Kenyon's and Carmelo's, it's no wonder we had a few problems. Yup, same dude, same dude, calling Joel Embiid lazy with lazy mannerisms and lazy body language and... You know who I really like? That hard-working uh, Serbian dude, uh, Jokic. The one who is legitimately a sieve on defense and everybody's trying to find advanced analytics. Even me! Trying to find advanced analytics to show that Jokic is a better defender than what we see with our own two eyes because sometimes he takes multiple plays off in a row and just passes a lot. Yes! Yes, that guy is a harder worker than Joel Embiid. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's look at the stats. Embiid's defensive stats this year include 10.2 rebounds, ninth in the NBA, 1.7 blocks, sixth in the NBA, 1.1 steals per game. Do you know how many players in the NBA have over one block and one steal per, per game? Three. Exactly three. One of them is not Nikola Jokic. Jaron Jackson, the leader in the clubhouse for Defensive Player of the Year, Shea Golgis-Alexander, maybe the most underrated defensive guard in the league, and Joel Embiid. I can't believe you guys got me fucking standing for the Philadelphia 76ers. You got me coming in and doing this because of the deep state. Did I mention Embiid has been named with three all-NBA defensive teams already in his career? Pretty good for a lazy guy with lazy mannerisms. Just lazy. He just walks lazy. Just walks from the tunnel, walks from the bus uh, to the tunnel. He's lazy. The way he walks around his house is lazy. His offense is the best in the NBA. That is a statistical fact. His defense, all NBA. His defense is even more incredible when you consider that now his role has changed on the Philadelphia 76ers to being a roamer on the backside of the, of the defense. More active role that allows him to hunt blocks and defend the perimeter. Do I even need to find out how many miles he runs per game? Do I need to do that? Do we need to get a whoop on Joel Embiid? Do we need to put an aura ring on Joel Embiid in order to refute these racist-ass claims? People are out of their minds. They're either being used or they are part of the deep state. George Carl, for sure, in the deep state. Gilbert Arenas, just trying to be relevant. Joel Embiid says this about his new role. I think it makes sense with our team, just someone that can protect the rim. we got a lot of guys that like to be aggressive, and then we have a lot of breakdowns defensively. So if you're going to have your best rim protector on a stretch five, probably doesn't make a lot of sense, or they're going to have a lot of wide-open layups. It makes sense for the team, for me, to roam. 
Gilbert Arena says this. I don't see the quantum leap from Joel Embiid. It takes he takes a lot of possessions off. He usually dies out in the fourth quarter when he gets tired. These people aren't watching games. Dies in the fourth quarter. Asian zero. If Embiid died in the fourth quarter, how could he be the second most clutch scorer in the NBA? How? He's shooting 50% and 85% from the free throw line in the fourth quarter this year. He has a plus 112 for the year in the fourth quarter alone. Get the fuck out of here with this bullshit. Embiid might just mess around and still get the MVP. It's going to be one hell of a race. And I tell you what, the machine is going to get louder and louder and louder because they want that boy Jokic to win three straight MVPs now. <laughs>